Hello and welcome to the Big G Video Podcast. This is a podcast about, well, just more in-depth things about making YouTube videos. So I have a YouTube channel and you may be watching this on the YouTube channel right now. And that's about making YouTube videos and, and making videos and all things related to making videos, whether it's software, whether it's cameras, etc., film cameras, whatever. When I say film cameras, I mean, you know, photography cameras that are hybrid cameras. But anyway, I digress because... What I'm going to talk about in this podcast is the Pocket 2, the DJI Pocket 2. So the podcast allows me to do more long form content rather than shorter videos. So it gives a much more in-depth analysis. So don't turn away just yet because you'll probably get a much more in-depth analysis about the Pocket 2 than you would from a video. That's a bold claim and listen to the end and tell me if I'm right. So I'm going to pick up my Pocket 2 now. I've just turned off to the side and what for, for me the pocket 2 has brought to me is the fun it's brought the fun back in making videos i'm someone who the hobby really is making videos i have a youtube channel about making videos so i have lots of cameras i have lots of softwares lots of video editors i try them all out etc and the pocket 2 i got Basically, because I couldn't find the right gimbal for my needs, so I thought in the end I'll get the Pocket 2. I previously had the Fumi Palm. In fact, I still got the Fumi Palm, but it's sort of damaged, so it's in this no-man's land of I'm not using it and I can't sell it. I don't feel it's right to sell it. So, yeah, I've still got the Fumi Palm, which is basically a copy of the DJI Pocket, isn't it? So this enabled me just to have more fun because it literally does fit in your pocket. Now you could say, oh, a GoPro fits in your pocket. You could say a phone fits in your pocket. Um, an InstaGo 2 fits in your pocket. Yes, they do. But the DJI Pocket and Pocket 2 gives much more cinematic footage. And at the end of the day, that's what we're all after. We all want cinematic footage because we don't like looking and saying, mm, it looks like they were shot on a phone. Oh, mm, that's not very good. Mm, the colour's a bit washed out. We don't want that. We want to impress people with our video. So really, we want cinematic footage. So first of all, I'm going to take out and I'm going to talk about, I'm going to take it out of the case. It's quite difficult to get out of the case. You can probably hear me pulling at it here we are it's out of the case the case is really strong the case really protects it on the Fumi palm you've just got this flimsy lid which does surprisingly well but it's not very good at keeping dust out now the lens is obviously built in and the lens is on a gimbal and thankfully the lens turns in on itself to give it maximum protection so it turns in towards the gimbal mechanism rather than being protruding which is a good idea so it shoots up to 4K60. Now, 4K60 is not something I use. I never really use 4K60. I use 4K25, and I think I might do 4K50, and I might do 4K30 and slow it down to 4K25, but I'm not bothered about 4K60. I know a lot of people are bothered about 4K60, but I'm not. This, this doesn't have a particularly good slow motion mode, um, it, I think it's 1080, it's got a huge crop. So I'd rather shoot at a higher frame rate and slow it down, albeit not as much. I'm not looking for 100 frames per second, that sort of thing. No, thank you. I'm just looking for something, something good and decent. So it fits in your hand. It's got USB-C charging. It connects to your phone. Now, the Fumi Palm, and I'll probably make lots of references to the Fumi Palm, connects to your phone wirelessly, and that's all built in, but there's no real way to hold it. And you can get a hold of it, it's not very good. So 
you sort of use your you can buy a wireless adapter i didn't you use this sort of i've got an iphone so i use the supplied lightning port connector but there's a usb-c connector so that holds it in place now it doesn't hold it particularly well it's okay for casual use for but for prolonged use you really want to get something like a holder so i bought a holder from pjy tech and that's really good it's a bit fiddly to get in but it does allow you to use it for a longer period of time so now all of a sudden your pocket device which really does fit in your pocket and i'm just putting it to my iphone is smaller than my iphone in terms of height becomes a full-blown unit you can get a mic adapter to plug mics in and if you have like the the big stick thing that they sell which i don't have you can also monitor your audio so you've got something that really fits in the best of both worlds you've got something that fits in your pocket and it has a screen so you can use it just in the sort of pocket mode but then you can build a rig out and use it with a phone and use it with an external microphone and hold it more securely and more comfortably for prolonged use and you can add ND filters on I've got an anamorphic adapter and you can have polarizers and everything else so I suppose what I'm getting at is you can build a rig easily cheaply that's portable so whenever you start expanding your camera so let's look at I don't know the Canon EOS R the EOS R5 by the time you put a cage on it external microphone all these things it's huge it's a fortune it costs a lot of money and it's big and it's cumbersome by the time you put a gimbal on it it's ridiculous and then the time it would take you to set up with that is ridiculous and yes you don't need all that but you can add it to get slightly better results i'm not saying adding those things give you the results you're after but with the pocket 2 you can do exactly the same but it's still portable it's still a lot cheaper it still gives you very good results so we've got autofocus on the pocket 2 something like a gopro won't have any autofocus because everything's in focus so we've got autofocus we can do continuous autofocus we can do single point if you don't want to see the hunting around and the autofocus is quite good if you plug your phone in you can also do active track i say plug your phone in you could do wi-fi so you can track an object and as you move around the gimbal changes its orientation to keep that in shot it's not perfect because at some point you're going to run out of room i mean if you went around in a circle it would never it gets to a point where the gimbal head can't turn anymore at that point it loses tracking but for simple dolly shots panning shots things like that it's really good the one thing i don't think it's particularly good at compared to something like the fumi palm is going into flashlight mode i don't think it's particularly good at going into flashlight mode um, the fumi palm does it really well this i don't think does it as well as the fumi palm but what i do like is it seems so much more robust than the fumi palm quick to operate just seems a more polished version of the fumi palm and what's not surprising because the fumi, fumi palm is a knockoff of it it has a tripod in a decent place so actually i look at it it has no tripod but i can take the bottom off and mount a tripod on it so i can just change the bottom out for a better tripod and because you can mount it on a tripod you've got loads of options when it comes to time lapse so i could put it on a tripod i and well i could mount it onto a dolly and i could slide it around and i could use active track to get some nice panning and dolly shots and things like that so i can mount it on a selfie stick and i might want to do that just to give me more reach there's loads and loads of options here and really that's what i like i can put it in my pocket i can take it with me 
and I've got options. If I want to just get it out and film, I can. If I want to build a rig around it and get a more professional picture, image, whatever, I can. Speaking of pictures, it can take pictures. It can take DNGs and RAWs and it can take up to 64 megabyte images. But I've, I've got other cameras for that. I've got a smartphone and probably my smartphone will give just as good an image or a more modern smartphone is probably going to give a better image, particularly in low light. I'm yet to test it out in low light, but I think it's going to be quite good. So all around, it's really good. Now, I hope I've covered everything you would want to know about the Pocket 2. It's a gimbal. It's got good. So it's got steady shots because it's gimbal. No pun there, Sony. It's got steady footage because it's got a gimbal built in. It's got high quality frame rate. It's 100 megabits per second in 4K. It has good focusing. It has nice features like active track. You can plug in an external microphone. You can change the, you can change things like exposure by using either shutter speed, which I don't always recommend, and filters. And it can take loads of filters as well. And there's a little ecosystem with it. So all in all, I think it's really good. I really like it. It's made filming fun. It's made filming more portable. And it means my portable setup is a little bit more cinematic and a little bit more professional. And I'd be happy to go out and, and film people with this. I don't think they would look at me down my nose when filming with a Fimi Palm, not a Fimi Palm, when filming with um, the Pocket 2. And I've also come up with a system to do some sort of boom arming to get the microphone really close to them. Anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to see more of these on YouTube because I can quite easily put the podcast on YouTube. Just let me know what you think. I would really love to hear that. Thank you. Goodbye.